You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Yo 
listening to African Perspectives, where we view the issues of our day from an African worldview and African-centered perspective. This program is unapologetically African. It is a custom in the African tradition to ask elders for permission to speak, having been granted permission to our ancestors whose shoulders we stand on, to our elders whose shadows we walk in. I greet you, my dear brothers and sisters. In the language of one of the greatest civilizations on this planet, it gave the world the basic disciplines of knowledge of science, math, architecture, music, writing, law, religion, you name it, we did it. The Greeks called it Egypt, but they called themselves Kemet, and Kemet means land of the blacks. I greet you all in the Kemetic language, the word of peace, Hotep. It is truly an honor and a privilege to pour libation because we truly do stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. We're going to use water because water has no enemies. Water is the great cleanser, the great purifier. Everything on the planet that lives, it needs water from a tiny microscopic organism to a tall redwood tree. We pour water into the earth to invoke the spirits of our ancestors, and we say the word ashe. It simply means, so be it. So we pour this libation to God for all that God has done, and for all that God will do. We pour this libation to Mother Africa, birthplace of all humanity. Everyone who has lived, everyone who will live in the future, we all have a common ancestral root in Africa. We pour this libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. I mentioned Kemet in the opening. Kemet was the height, the apex, the zenith of African high culture. But there were others as well, as Timeri, Punt, and Nubia. So we poured us libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. 
Sashay. We poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zangai, Benin, Great Zimbabwe, civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankare at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. So we poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe. We poured us libation to the Ma'afa, the holocaust of our enslavement, the Infakani, the great tragedy, uprooted out of Africa. Our brothers and sisters lay a carpet along the Atlantic Ocean. We're in North America, South America, Central America, and throughout the diaspora. So we poured us libation to our brothers and sisters who suffered the Ma'afa, the Infakani, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the great tragedy. We poured us libation in their honor and in their memory. We do not know their names, but because of them and their sacrifice, we are here. So we sashay. We poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. If you ever heard me do a libation, you will know that we were not slaves. I repeat, we were not slaves. We were captives. What does a captive want to do? Get free. So we poured us libation to all those men and women who fought against enslavement. In fact, I maintain that some of us are more of a slave today than we were in our initial captivity because some of us are a slave to vice, to corruption, to drugs, sex, and violence. So we poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. Gabriel Prosser, Nat Turner, Denmark Vesey, Harriet Tutman. We always resisted, and we will always resist. So we poured us libation in the name and the honor of those men and women who fought against our captivity. We poured us libation to those unborn, those young men and women who will once again lead us back on the stage of human history as a free and proud and productive people. We sashay. We poured us libation to brotherhood This call may be recorded or transcribed. Together for the union of family. We need each other. We don't have good family life. There's a saying, conditions shape conduct and consciousness. The conditions in our community are bad. The conduct towards each other is not good. Because why? We lack consciousness. And consciousness is more than just awareness. Consciousness is a deeper understanding of who you are historically, who you are culturally. So once we begin to understand the importance of brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. Brothers and sisters, let us all say, Ashe, Ashe. You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Good morning, African world. You are listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network, on timeforanawakening.com, and blacktalkradionetwork.com, and I I'm your host, Baba Oshi, Hotel family. Hope everything goes well with you. Hope you're going to have a good day today. Get a chance to do all the things you want to do, should do, must do, can do, and will do. Hoping, too, the weather will be accommodating for you to do it. But if it is not, then you know it has to get done. It must be done. It will get done because you will get it done. Keep getting it done, family. 
This is African Perspectives. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11 Mountain, or 8 to 10 Pacific, or any other time around the world. But if you cannot listen to this program live, you can always go to our archives, timeforanawakening.com. Don't go to TuneIn. Bump TuneIn. Let's go to timeforanawakening.com. And there you will see programs that are dated and titled. And there's a shortcut you can use. Um, just find whatever search engine you want, you know, Internet Explorer, Firefox, Google, whatever. Time for an awakening. Black Talk Radio Network. Put in the search Baba Oshi.net. B A B A O S H I.net. Baba Oshi.net. And then once again, there will be programs that are dated and titled. Other programming we have here on Time for an Awakening. Uh, once again, this program is every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time. And all times I'm going to give our Eastern Times on Thursday. I'm not sure if they broadcast tomorrow or not. I know I would. That's from 7 to 8, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m., the Black Liberation Movement. Mississippi on the move with Brother Patrick Lumumba of the Geronimo Pratt Gun Club. Then on Friday for at 8 p.m., Time for an Awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard on Friday. Saturday from 7 to 9, the Sankofa Council of Elders with Dr. Janine on Saturday, Sankofa. And then on Sunday at 7 p.m. on Sunday, Time for an Awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. And once again, the number to call is 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. We Buy Black. We Buy Black, the largest online marketplace for American African-owned businesses is WeBuyBlack.com. Get everything you need from American African-owned businesses at WeBuyBlack.com. And when you go on the website, there's ability for you to donate to um, have a supermarket here in the Atlanta area. It's not just for those here in Atlanta. What we're trying to do is begin to donate enough money that we put supermarkets in every major city where we are predominant. Because wherever we're predominant, a lot of times the supermarkets and other businesses are not ours. They just take advantage of us. And we should be having businesses of our own selling goods and services to us. And you know it. WeBuyBlack.com. Africa for the Africans. Africa for the Africans, Baba Dahemba, Brother, Brother Dahemba is in Tanzania at this time. And uh, he'll be coming back on the 27th next week. He's in Tanzania. Then when he Returns is going to go out again. December 24th to January 4th, 2024. Going to Azenia. He's going to Azenia. Then, March 29th to April 9th, Liberia. July 11th to, to July 23rd, Ghana. November 21st to December 2nd, 2024, Kemet. 
December 24th to January 4th, 2025, Xenia. And then April 1st to April 11th, Senegal and Gambia. Those are the trips that are planned. I'm quite sure there's more come upcoming, but you can take advantage of that. Go to AfricaForTheAfricans.org. If you want to see pictures of previous tours, go to YouTube. Excuse me. If you want to see pictures of previous tours, go to Facebook.com forward slash Bomani. If you want to see videos, go to YouTube.com forward slash Bomani 2007. AfricaForTheAfricans.org. Habasha. Habasha Incorporated. Habasha Incorporated.org. Helping Africa by establishing schools at home and abroad. Excuse me, family. <coughs> and of course, uh, they have programs here in the Atlanta area. The mission, of course, is, is a pan African organization that cultivates leadership in youth and families through practical experiences in cultural education, sustainable agriculture, entrepreneurship. Holistic Health and Technology. They have programs at Habasha Works, Black to Our Roots, Golden Groves, Urban Green Jobs, and the uh, Sustainable Seeds. And of course, they launched the Kashi Project last year in Ghana. Last year, October in Ghana. Habasha Incorporated.org. Ledge, Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics, the Ledge Group. Brothers and sisters, become a member of the Ledge Group. Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics. We're dealing with four areas of food, water, clothing, and shelter necessities. They have 12 different projects on six different countries, over 170 employed, and over 260 members. Brothers and sisters, the Ledge Group. A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I, B-B-I-T-U-M-I.com. Brothers and sisters, they're doing great work uh, providing information, programming, so forth, transforming things that are happening in, on the continent. Abibiatumi.com. You can help restore my art. I got my art on my, got my art, I got my, I'm, I'm an audience t-shirt on right now. <laughs> yeah. So, Abibiatumi. Uh, Smile Pharmacy. Brothers and sisters, my pharmacy. Contact Brother Jabril at 770-765-7751. 770-765-7751. Thank you. Hmm. I'll get all these damn spam calls. If you have a good method, that I mean, that I did something, got rid of them for a little bit, and they came back, got rid of them again, they came back. If you got something, let me know, man, okay? It's ridiculous. <laughs> Smy Pharmacy. S-M-A-I-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y at gmail.com. The Moses West Foundation. The Moses West Foundation. They have a new website, new page, and they have all kinds of stuff that you can do to donate. You know, they have these committees of clean water, transforming the way we access clean water, bridging the gap between scarcity and abundance. Education committee, collaborating with educational institutions and communities to nurture innovative and creative change. Sustainability, committing to renewable energy, waste reduction, and sustainable agricultural practices. 
community, giving the tools and, and information to strengthen communities and locations that need support. Agriculture, sustainable water means sustainable agriculture, allowing us to m- mitigate the global hunger crises. And of course, rescue, providing resources, personnel, and equipment in regions with, with active water emergencies. That's what time it is, family. <laughs> That's right. Okay. <sighs> so, where we at? Okay, here we are. We have Wadada's. Wadada's Healthy Marketing Juice Bar located in the West End here in Atlanta on Ralph Dibbert Abernathy across the street from Soul Vegetarian up the street from the Shrine of the Black Madonna. Wadada's Healthy Marketing Juice Bar this Saturday and Sunday. They're serving vegan food. Not sure what they're doing tomorrow. <laughs> Medu Bookstore. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. Mama Nia. You have a fine selection of books. Postcards, greeting cards, gift certificates, figurines, and all kinds of good stuff. T- t-shirts. So check her out. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. Give her a call at 404 334 404-346-3263. The, the Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. The Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar in Lithonia. That's east of here. Jump on I-20 going east. Exit 74. And then at the light, make a left. And you're on Main Street in going towards Lithonia. About a mile or so, see the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar on the left. Check it out. And support Brother Gazemdi Ajamu. Give him a call at 305-6373. That's 770-770-305-6373. The Black Dot. There is light in the Black Dot. And jump back in your ride. Head back opposite way you were headed north now you're headed south and you make another left that's once again headed east on i-20 the next exit is exit 75 turner hill road make a right three lights make a right and there on the left will be the new black wall street market the new black wall street market and um mama nabantu was on the was on the program this past monday and of course the kwanzaa will be celebrated Six days at the New Black Wall Street Market this year. It'll be Kwanzaa at the New Black Wall Street Market this year. I was fortunate and blessed to participate, and I'm honored to do so again. Us lifting us, us lifting us, the economic development cooperative for our people in the spirit of Ujamaa tomorrow night. I know they will have their Thursday night call. You know, just like this program, it's not about holidays that these folks have. We're here consistently. Whatever day, if it falls on a Monday, Wednesday, or Friday, this program is airing. And I believe the same would be true for us lifting us. So tomorrow night from 9 to 10 on blogtalkradio.com, blogtalkradio.com forward slash ULU. The program is Dare to Win. You can call to give your questions, comments, or concerns, or just to listen by dialing 929 477 2789. That's 929 four seven seven two seven eight nine us 
lifting us, the economic development cooperative for our people in the spirit of Ujamaa, cooperative economics, or, or, or as we like to say, family-centered economics. Homecoming, homeland, homecoming, homeland village and cultural gift shop in Macon, Georgia. Brother BJ's got it going on, man. He's, he's got it all. <laughs> he's open Tuesday through Sunday, not open on Mondays, Tuesdays through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Give him a call at 478-256-1166, 478-256-1166, Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop, Macon, Georgia. All right. Sun Goddess Sense. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop located 4140 Jonesboro Road in Forest Park, Georgia, inside the International Discount Mall, booth 225. Shelly Amonset, check her out. Give her a call at 404-434-7963. That's 404-434-7963. Sun got a sense. Your one-stop natural shop. Sanjay Dash Haiti Sister Gabrielle Real has been doing outstanding work with the young people in the northeastern portion of the island of Haiti. Just doing great work. So, brothers and sisters, go online to Sanjay, S-O-N-J-E dash I-E-T-A-Y-I-T-I A-Y-I-T-I dot org. Sanjay dash I-E-T-I dot org. And see for yourself, but more importantly, donate. Donate because it's only through us that they will get out of this mess. The government can't help them. The government, unfortunately, can't help itself. <coughs> so, check that out. All right. The in the Inyasasim of Daily Revolutionary Thought. Yes. The Inyasasim of Daily Revolutionary Thought. November twenty first. What about the good white people to the sins of the father transferred to the sons? Yes. The son is the father and the father is the son. The daughter is the mother. The children are the parents, the grandparents, the very progenitors of the racial polygenic phenotypical cultural type. Brother Kwame and Sister Kua. Capitalist economies pursue those markets which generate the greatest profits. But those pursuits are not accidental. They inevitably follow the interests of the, of the only Asili which would birth the capitalist mind. Warfare is their biggest business because it combines uninterrupted, unlimited profit with the sadistic need to violate others. Consequently, they have turned the world into a war zone. Their propaganda of peace on earth could not last because peace is not in their nature. <laughs> Let me break for a moment here because when I just read that, it reminded me of an article I read many years ago when <laughs> they were talking about studying, you know, peace. And <laughs> one of the journalists said, we can't afford peace. Peace is not an option. We ain't done. Damn, peace. <laughs> we 
We need war. We need to make equipment. We need to make guns. We need to make bombs, ships, planes, whatever. No. Peace ain't happening on earth. And I know you knew that. You can be naive all you want. That's the reality of this world. Peace is not in their nature. It could never suppress their innate desire for chaos, a social system based on jealousy, heresy, and domination necessarily breeds antagonism between individuals and as populations of this mindset increase, warfare will naturally ensue. Not surprisingly, they are and will forever be who they have always been. Affirm, I know that we are who we are and they are who they are. Affirm, I know, I know who we are and we are who we are and they are who they are. November 22nd, a man of power is hard to find, the epic of Sanjara. If you wanted to build a liberation army, where would you find the best, most experienced conscious warriors? By what means would you pursue them to walk with you? How will you determine who is an enemy infiltrator? How will potential recruits be able to tell that you are not a front for the enemies of Africa? A recruiter looking to identify and revile those most prone to real revolutionary action. How would they sustain themselves and how would would their methods of gaining sustenance tie them to you? How will secrecy be maintained from the inception from the inception of their recruitment? How do you assess their abilities and utility? Will they unquestionably submit to a direct order or a master plan? Of course, we can always criticize this set of questions by saying this or that critical issue is not being addressed, but what are those critics doing to build actual functioning liberating armies? Affirm, I am a man, a woman of power. Affirm, I am a man and a woman of power. Excuse me. You know that on this program we've talked about power many times. Power is not money. Power is not voting. Political systems. Power is none of those things. Power is the ability to define reality. Caucasians define reality. They shape it and fashion the image and interest. They understand what power is. The ability to define reality. And that's what we must understand. Define our own reality. Shape that reality in our image and in our interest. That's why independence, self-determination, liberation, and sovereignty is of the utmost importance. Is of the utmost importance. Since I'll be gone on Friday, I'll be in L.A. at uh, Brother Brent Burton's uh, retirement party. Truly a good brother, good man. Did a lot for the L.A. area in terms of recruiting. 
terms of getting young people involved. In fact, he's teaching in high schools that preparing some young people to become firefighters. Brenda's done an outstanding job. He was the curator of the Black Firefighters Museum, one of the best American African firefighter museums in the country. One could say he's really one of the only true ones that is, you know. So I'm going to honor my good brother, my good friend, Brother Brent Burton, on this Saturday. So I will not be here on Friday, nor will I be here on Monday next week. So, Brother Kwaku, will be putting something good on for your edutainment. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to read another one. I'm going to uh, read some of these when I get back because, you know, I always love Inyasa Sim and the wisdom that uh, the quotes provide and of course the narratives that Baba Baruti presents is outstanding. This one's November 25th. Black men will kill each other because they have not chosen to challenge and neutralize on every front the widespread power of white men to rule over their lives. Nana, Dr. Amos Wilson. Release is necessary and functional for human beings. However, as a people subject to European culture, some of our males have adopted a bully mentality that leads them to seek out those most vulnerable to their anger when the real aggressor cannot be successfully confronted. A lot of a lot of us, you know, sometimes your mother or your father would come home and kick your ass. He wanted to kick the white man's ass that day, but he know he couldn't do it. You know, he kicked your ass. Because of the frustration, the anger. He can't kick ass. He can't get the real aggressor. Even given this violent, misogynistic cultural framework, violence by African men against African women goes beyond the obvious acting out of Western gender antagonisms. Here, power and race are the major players. Since we are all responsible for and accountable to our sisters, we shall all we should all be ashamed. Conceptually, African men who physically and mentally abuse the African woman who loves them without question are no different from the African man who will kill each other for fun and or for profit. Perceive powerlessness, the historical awareness that the European will kill you for nothing. The weight of the oppression and systematic genocide along with this resilient rage place African men in a position of being blind males with guns. The problem and the solution are right before our eyes. We have proposed and undertaken every possible way to address and reduce the stress of young African males, except teaching them to challenge and neutralize on every front the widespread power of white men to rule over their lives. Ashe. Affirm, I will correct our shame. Affirm, I will correct our shame. Yeah, family. European ruling over our lives. 
tired of it. <laughs> all tired of it. And 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 I I see, I see some happenings. I see some change. That's because I'm optimistic. I know it doesn't seem like it. So Mr. Burlow, oh, she always talking doom and gloom. No, I'm not. But I mean, there's a lot of doom and gloom. <laughs> you know, shit ain't right. You know, that's for sure. It ain't right. You know. Yeah. Tomorrow, of course, is Thanksgiving. Never forget. When I was at fire station, the Milwaukee had two newspapers. I made mention of this the other day. They had two newspapers, the morning paper and the evening paper. The morning paper was the Sentinel, and the evening paper was the Journal, the Milwaukee Journal. And the evening paper had a section, a green-colored sheet called the green, called the green sheet. And it had comics and puzzles and, and some narratives and, you know, um, Ann Landers and ass, whoever else, whatever, advice columns, you know. But this one day around this time, they had an article about the real Thanksgiving. And they talked about what I'm going to talk about right now. And what Mama Marimba said, the day of misgivings. talk about how the people who came here you know, and who were fortunate who were in the area of the Wampanoag indigenous people Wampanoag really helped many of the Pequot Squanto all of these uh, indigenous people helped these invaders stay alive Many of them did die. They landed on Turtle Island. Many of them did die. And of course, they brought disease, physical disease, which killed many. And of course, their disease of the heart and mind, which massacred many. Disease of racism, European, Caucasian extremism, Racism and privilege. White supremacy. The people who helped them, they considered savages. I tell you. And the mindset, and, and I think that some of our people want to believe that, that that's gone, that's past. Well, if it is, you would see marked change and difference. You wouldn't see the same situation that we're in. You wouldn't see us at the bottom of the social economic world. You wouldn't see us in certain uh, communities. You would see us all over if that was the case. You would see us in top management and middle management, running company. You would see us all over. You wouldn't see us as the last hired, first fired. No. Mm -hmm. 
So Mama Marimba, go to peace, way back, about 10 years ago. Misgivings. Remember, I need. An African centered, indigenous centered view. A group of European scavengers, many of whom had been imprisoned or homeless in England, arrived in New England in 1620. They first lived on Turtle Island. Half of them died within the first few months. Squanto of the Pequot people, who had been in captivity by the Europeans and taken to England, spoke English and formed a close relationship with those pitiful migrants. He taught he taught them how to grow corn and to fish, how to prepare certain foods and other survival skills. The Europeans saw Squantos as an instrument of their God to help his chosen people. In other words, they used him. To, to them, he and his people were heathens and savages. The worldview of the indigenous people, much like the African worldview, taught them to give freely to those who had nothing. Squanto is said to have negotiated a false treaty between the nearby Wampanaga and the so-called pilgrims. The leaders of the Wampanaga nation, Mishikwak, donated food stores to the struggling colony of Europeans. In, 16, six, in 1621, having survived a hard winter due to, due to the help of the Wampanaga, the Europeans celebrated as was their custom to have thanksgiving to their God. <laughs> Get out of here, man. <laughs> no Wampanaga or members of any other indigenous nation were invited. And yet they came and supplied most of the food in return for helping them to survive the pilgrims decimated the Wampanaga through disease, treachery, and slaughter. In the years which followed by 1637, as Europeans were feeling successful, more powerful, and in control of their newly acquired or conquered land, territory, an expedition was sent to Connecticut near Gorton. Over 700 indigenous people, the Pequots, were celebrating their annual harvest festival, the annual green corn festival, when they were taken by surprise by the invaders. Their men were shot and clubbed to death while their women and children were burned alive. Winthrop, the first governor of Massachusetts Bay Colony, proclaimed a day of thanksgiving, saying that they should give thanks to their God for destroying the savages and to make way for a better growth. That is a quote in the work of Cotton Mathers. Better growth. What followed constituted one of the most vicious records 
of continuing massacres of indigenous people of this land now known as America. It became the custom of the Caucasians to follow each massacre with a thanksgiving. Rewards would be given to those who returned with the skull. Remember, they try to change the narrative of scalping. Scalping was what they did. And they offered certain amounts to how many scalps you could produce. I don't know what it was for each scalp or how many scalps and so forth, but you were rewarded when you turned in those scalps. That's what they did. That is not the indigenous people. Rewards were given to those who returned the, the results of indigenous people to encourage their slaughter. And in 1863, it was decided to celebrate only one day of Thanksgiving that was Abraham Lincoln. At a later period, the fourth Thursday, the fourth Thursday of the month of November was chosen by the capitalists to maximize their shopping days until Christmas. They said, yeah, we'll do make this the day. Then, of course, the next day is the day of Black Friday. Well, they didn't call it. We'll talk about that because they didn't start calling that Black Friday from jump. You know that. <laughs> you know that such an evil and negative connotation as far as they're concerned with the word black. You know, but they did it from an accounting standpoint. You know, you want to be in the black. You don't want to be in the red. You want to be in the black. So that's why this is Black Friday. But initially, for those who were working on this day in various occupations, particularly in in uh, in the merchants, in, in sales, or as uh, public servants, very hectic day. Very congested day. Because of how they had set up that Thursday being Thanksgiving and the next day being Friday and, and the beginning of the holiday shopping. And of course, the opportunity for you and your business to be in what? That's right, the black. The black. Black Friday. You don't want to be in the red. So that's where that's where it comes from, fam. You know, I know I mentioned this many times, but for for us in our community in Milwaukee, Black Friday was actually Friday the thirteenth, and on that day, a good number of us brothers in the conscious community get together and and just potluck and celebrate have fun, break mirrors and walk under ladders and I don't know, kick a cat, <laughs> kick a black cat, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Black Friday. In 1970 at the 30 at the 350th anniversary of the landing of them people, a leader of indigenous people prepared a speech 
in which he told the true history of Plymouth and berated the Caucasian people for robbing the graves of the Wampanoaga. The officials of Massachusetts did not allow him to make the speech. Every year since then, indigenous people of this land have looked upon the fourth Thursday of November as a day of mourning. Look up Russell Means, Susan Bates, Kathy Gilbert. You're more familiar. She was a day of mourning. We as African people in America are victims of the same process that resulted in the murder of millions of indigenous people and the decimation of their nations. America was built by stolen labor on stolen land. So when you hear these people talking about critical race theory, getting rid of it, what is it, don't do to, and, and, and uh, de- developing a different curriculum and developing different modes of teaching America, the, that all these things that happen is, oh, that's not true. This is how it, you know, no. It is not. It is not. In fact, it is. In fact, I remember uh, watching Roots. It came out in the seventies. I just came on the job in seventy six, and it came out. And so we were watching it that that, that so September October time when it came out. The fall, you know, you know, new stuff, new TV program would always come out in the fall. And um, this cat that came on the job with me, white. Dude, was working with us. He said it really wasn't that bad, was it? And and even though I was not more historically aware than I am now, of course, and over time, but I said no. It was even worse. If they're showing you this, it was even worse. <laughs> you know, many Caucasians, even to this day, are oblivious to what they have done to people because they don't want to have it. So <laughs> it's just like <laughs> Colonel Nathan Jessup and a few good men after being questioned by attorney Kathy. You know, and Jessup says, you want the truth? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You can't handle the truth. They can't. They cannot handle the fact of what they have done. They know it's evil. And they can't handle the truth. We African people in America are victims of the same process that resulted in the murder of millions of indigenous people and decimated the nations. America was built on stolen labor and on stolen land. That is the legacy of Europeans in this country and other places. That is the legacy of Europeans going around the world claiming everybody's stuff in the name of Australia, New Zealand, parts of Africa, India, South America, Caribbean, it's what they've done. It's who they are. Taking without thanks, taking without giving, is exploitation. Change is not easy. We're 
used to celebrating with our families on this day, and and many of us will do that tomorrow. You know, hoping too that the celebration will be a good day for you and your family. Without incident, nobody gets drunk, starting some mess. Everybody will come together in the spirit of family. Have a good time. Have good food. That's what I hope. It is always good to come together and to share a meal with each other. But we do have alternatives. And we always need to be in the process of growth. Growth makes change necessary. We can change a little bit at a time, remembering that our goal, our goal is sovereignty. Our goal is sovereignty. I'm going to read what sovereignty is in a minute. Number one, when you are with your family tomorrow, November 23rd, 2023, take a moment to remember and talk about the true meaning of this day. Number two, we don't have to contribute to the profit-making mania organized by large conglomerates encouraging us to spend money that we don't have during this weekend following the day. Don't shop. Of course, they know that we have been targeted consumer group and, and of course they would love for us to go knee-deep in debt. Number three, make the sacrifice of fasting on that day. Yes, it will be a challenge, but you can still enjoy your family. At the same time, identify with those who were exploited, murdered, and raped of their resources as we have been. This is not a cause for celebration to the indigenous people. You know, I remember the... the uh, I think it's 2015 Thanksgiving when the indigenous people were battling the oil companies and the Dakotas. And so um, my daughter and her friends would ask, they would ask me as the elder to, you know, give a prayer and some words and so forth. And I would do that. And I had to make mention of what was happening. I had to say something about what was going on in the Dakotas. You know, and knew too that when Donald Trump got in, because he was he was an investor in that pipeline. Yeah. Yeah, he was an investor. Number four, let us choose a day on which the Pan-African world nation gives thanks together for the gift of African ancestry and the sacrifices that have been made for us by our ancestors. We can start small with the Africans that we know. It's a process. Let us begin now. In African victory and sovereignty, Mama Marimba Ani. Dear friend, my mom remember. Yeah. Never forget when I, uh, well, I first read her. 
circle be unbroken and so forth. And then, of course, Yeruga, which to me is the Bible. Yeruga, an African-centered critique of European cultural thought and behavior. I must read that to me and every conscious African and have that book. But we mention sovereignty all the time. I, I say or talk about sovereignty on this program because it's what it's uh, program's about, independence, self-determination, liberation, and sovereignty for African people. The model of the program is Pan-Africanism or perish, unify or die. Baba Rudy sent this out about 10 years ago. We are sovereign-seeking people. We are sovereign-seeking warriors. The successful outcome of any nationalist movement is sovereignty for the people. Being sovereign means having absolute control over the life of the nation. Right now, as always, for African people, sovereignty is measured by how intelligently, independently, and powerfully we control our resources, our story, our culture, time, space, and destiny. It is to have the power within the nation to control our lives and to control them in our best interest, regardless of opposition from outside. Don't give a damn about what anybody else says or how we do it. We reject everything that is outside of us. If you are African and you are with us and you got some proposals, you got some ideas, we'll listen. But if you outside of us, even if you, no, Negro, hell no. We ain't listening to your ass, no. Accordingly, being sovereign has to mean that there is no one beyond us who makes any decision about how we rule ourselves, how we live, what we believe, how we deal with enemies, whether aliens or traitors, and how we visualize our future and communicate and express that vision. It means that we are completely and consciously self-defining, self-determining, self-empowered, and self-respecting. And since no nation has ever risen to power and stayed there without holding their own traditions sacred, sovereignty necessarily means that we know, respect, protect, and extend in time through every coming generation who we are as a direct reflection of our ancestors. Sovereignty is our ultimate goal, family. Sovereignty is our ultimate goal. We strive for it. We ain't striving for integration. We ain't striving for assimilation. No. We are not striving to be here or anywhere else with Caucasians. We want Caucasians out of Africa we want everybody else who are not Africans out of Africa. We are going to be sovereign. We're going to determine what happens with Africa, our decisions, how we're going to do things, how we're going to make sure that there's a balance between animal life, plant life, human life, nature, balance. 
time. We'll take a break. We'll come back from the break, family. Open up the phone lines and uh, give us your African perspective on the upcoming day. What you plan to do. This is the number of you in the queue. You know what to do. Hit star twice and let's have a conversation. All right, family. You're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. We'll be right back. You stay with us. You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshie on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Yeah, my blackness. 
Listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Welcome back, brothers and sisters. Once again, you're listening to African Perspective here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. And I got to be very conscious of keeping this mic close to my mouth and enunciating, you know, projecting and so forth because. Many people have said that my voice is getting low. I don't like that. I want to be, you know, make sure that you hear. And uh, so I'll try my best to be very cognizant of that. And I know I can't turn it up way too much because it's have a lot of distortion. So I'll try my best, family. And, and thank you for uh, bringing that to my attention consistently so I can always be cognizant of that and hope I'm sounding okay at this moment. If I'm not sounding okay at this moment, because I don't want to scream, <laughs> but uh, I do want to be heard, and I, I, I want to be clear so that uh, you brothers and sisters can uh, benefit from the program, listen to the program, that's for sure. Uh, phone lines are open, and... Um, you can dial 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. I guess when I went on break, everybody else went on the break, they cleared the phone. Had about five people. <laughs> I don't know. I love I love the brothers and sisters that do call in and do listen and listen consistently, and I appreciate all that do. Believe me, I do. And, and for those who just listen, and uh, listen, going to um, Time for an Awakening, you know, whatever how they do it, it's, it's appreciated. Because, you know, I, I didn't know how many listeners or people who were listening. Brother Quake, who pointed out to me through um, Brother Elliot and the back, what do they call it, the back door, the back room or whatever. Show the number of people who are listening on a constant basis and who go to the archives 
Yeah. So, yeah. That happens, family. That happens. So, whatever it is that we want to talk about, let's let's do that. You know, today is a good day to, to do that. know that talking about these holidays and a person who was born on the same day that I was born on, April 27th, the great ancestor of the Bereshango, the Shakamusa Bereshango, and we should not be even talking about so many European holidays. Anything that they do, we should never do. We should reject it. We should reject it. Do we have the power to do it? I said we do have the power to do it. The question is, do we have the will to do it? We have the power to do it, yeah. But do we have the will to do it? And that's a question that we constantly need to ask ourselves. Do we have the will to change the dynamics that are affecting our lives? Adversely, do we have the will? You know, that's what we need to ask ourselves, challenge ourselves to develop the will. So, yeah. Yeah, things, there are things that are created. You know, I, I'm quite sure that when Abraham Lincoln made this, uh, well, he didn't make the fourth Thursday. He said Thursday in November as a day of Thanksgiving. And it was not the intent to be, uh, it, it was more intention to be uh, a, Religious holiday, giving Thanksgiving. Religious holiday and bringing family together for feast and so forth. But it wasn't the intention of a, you know, because <laughs> uh, Jefferson didn't celebrate. He wanted to make sure you kept the separation between church and state. So what was Jefferson, the third, the third president? He didn't want to celebrate Thanksgiving. And he did his years in the White House, you know, because he he thought it was more of a religious piece. And to the degree it was, because um, when the people prior to that in the 1600s, 1700s, were, were decimating and killing indigenous people and then giving thanks to their God for providing you know, that, that's, when I read that piece in the green sheet about the Wampanaga, that they were celebrating and, and, uh, and the Europeans surrounded them and vamped on them and killed them. And then they celebrated the fact that these savages, these heathens, that God put them in that position for them to do 
what the Europeans did. Yeah. And and so remember this family. To the European, the ends justify the means. The ends justified the means. As evil as it was, look at the ends family. Isn't it nice? Isn't America beautiful? You know? Jay, how you doing? Odie, oh, you back on the set. I see my good, good, good black brother. Oh, thank you, brother Jay. What's happening with you, man? How you been? I'm doing good, man. I'm just watching the uh, BS that's going on in the world, man. Yeah. That's all. Just, yeah, just, you know, enjoying the foolery uh, <laughs> of, the of foolery. this whole Palestinian <laughs> Uh, uh, Israel thing, man. It mm. is absolutely amazing how our people go along with effery. Yeah. I mean, this whole thing about well, a ceasefire is a is a complete other joke. You gotta stop killing people for four or five days. Give them a couple of supplies. Get you a couple of hostages, and then Back five bombing days normal. later, yeah. you gonna start bombing shit up again. Yeah. I mean, if that's not some silly shit, yeah. I don't know Back what silly bombing. shit is. Back to bombing yeah. is normal. Yeah, I hear you. Jay. You gotta release. You gotta release people from Israeli prisons. Send them to a place where more than likely they gotta get killed. Why don't you just kill her ass in the prison and get it over with? Why why we gotta play games with the bullshit? You know what I mean? I mean it's a it's a joke. Yeah. And here it is, we go along with this this foolishness. I mean, I, I was telling a, a a brother the other day, this is never gonna end because of one simple thing. Israel is never gonna to give the Palestinian people a right to sovereignty. That's no. just, it's that plain and simple, man. I mean, these are just games. And right. it shows the manipulation and the ignorance and the stupidity of people. But I, I got to say this. I think it's going to backfire on the Democrats. I think Biden is setting himself up to destroy this country because of his love or supposed love of another country. And that's the tragedy of it all. What he's doing in regards to Israel is going to lead to the fall and destruction of this country. And believe me, brother, I'm loving it. I can't, I can't wait for the fall of this shit. Yeah, I couldn't think of, I yeah. couldn't think of anything better than the fall of a, of a place which absolutely abused, decimated, killed, did everything that they could to my ancestors and did everything that they could to my people and continuously do it to my people. But because of the sickness of our people, we go along with this bullshit yeah. and we don't realize what's being done to us. So when it falls, I'm going to love it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to love it. 
You know what I mean? I hear you. Because I hear you. Why, why, why should I, as a, as a black man, an African, a Negro, or whatever the hell you want to call my black ass, why should I save this shit? What is the reason to save this shit? For what? What do I gain out of saving? Think about it. What do you, as, as a descendant of people who have been brutalized, murdered, raped, killed, tortured, you baby, what do you benefit by saving this shit? If you had any sense, your black ass would get up and get out of here and go someplace else. Because believe me, if you have certain skills, you'll be able to survive anywhere. Just be intelligent, learn the customs, and show respect to the people where you're going, and uh, do your thing. That's it. Why, why save this? How are you benefiting by saving this? Because the white man is only going to have strict governance over your black ass anyway. It ain't like you own anything. It ain't like you control anything. It ain't like you really make a difference. So what are you saving it for? To be abused? I mean, the white man is going to show you what he think of you. When this other cracker get back in office, what do you think this cracker going to do to black people and other people of color once he get back in office? He's going to show you what we think of you. He's going to show you that this is a white man's country and we got to preserve whiteness at all costs. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you think the Negro understand that? No. He don't understand that. All he do is be constantly disrespected, manipulated, used, and what you call them. That's all. And say what, what a woman up here talking about some damn, talking about some damn Kamala Harris said we supposed to support Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris don't even respect the old black ass to go out there and marry the stinking filthy Jew to marry her damn Yoruba. How the hell do you? How, how should I ever respect a, a a a a woman of color that lay down with a goddamn dog? What's wrong yeah. with y'all people? Yeah, well, I don't respect the enemy. <laughs> I don't respect those who lay down with the enemy. But the bottom that's line what I'm is, talking I, about, so, I know. I, I, you know. The, yeah. They didn't even have enough respect for you to get the right black woman. If you're gonna be honest about it, the right black woman was. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Val Dimmons. That was the right black woman. Mm-hmm. Shit, she had a black husband. So you know she had halfway good black sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? But no, they settled for this whore that, uh, you know, was nothing more than the bed witch. Willie Brown proved that. She been tossed around more than one could imagine. Oh, we not supposed to talk about whores body counts. And then what she do when she Use them enough to get to the position that she in. What you got there and do? Get a filthy stick and no good goddamn Jew. Well, well uh, the other thing is, you yeah. look at her record. Has, <laughs> look at her record. Has the but district I'm supposed attorney. to respect her black ass. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't because look at her record. Uh, has the district attorney. How, how mean and vicious she was to us, particularly black yeah. men, you know. So you got to look Talking at that. Talking about putting yeah. mothers in, in, in jail because yeah. they, they rugrats decided they didn't want to go to school and be miseducated and didn't want to be abused and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to do is if you don't send them to school so that the state could do what? Get do what? Get that money. Yeah. I'm going to put your black ass in jail so that the state could do what? Do what? Get more money for you. <laughs> Think yeah. about the game there. 
Yeah. Think about that. I'm going to take your freedom away from you, place you in a situation where they get money for having your black ass there, and it's going to be all good. But I'm for black. I'm for. Man, please, man. I, I, she don't even have the intellectual intelligence. If we gonna be honest, to be president of the of the United States, and I could give damn the less of the country. Always remember, her black ass was the first one to drop out because they really had no use for. Her. Then you had a real Uncle Ruckus, Paul, a real Uncle Ruckus, Paul, Jim Clyburn, go out there. No. And yeah. uh, you know, yeah. do, 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 do yeah, that's to get did. her her black ass in this yeah. position. Now that's a real Uncle Ruckus, yeah. Paul. You know, so I'm yeah. I'm letting you know when you start with that <laughs> Uncle BS, you're about to get the smoke because I'm I'm, I'm kind of pissed about it Man, now that I think it. about that Uncle. So don't even equate my name it. with Uncle no more, Paul, <laughs> because you are gonna get the smoke. Drop it, drop All right? it, drop it, drop I'm it. Warning you. <laughs> oh, but, but 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 seriously, Ochi, last thing here. We as a people, like you said earlier, have to understand what sovereignty is and what it leads to our liberation as a people. We got to stop being used and in the process get nothing in return. Right. And then on top of that, we got some real sick Negroes, B. Seriously. I mean, you know, I always talk about my man, Roly Poly Martin. Mm -hmm. But I got to give that Negro credit when he do work. He had a Negro on there for Trump, man. I think it was Monday. And you got to see the clip because it's on YouTube. Roly did his thing. And and, and to be quite honest with you, Roly was kind of nice to him. That's when I was a little surprised. But it just showed the absolutely sickness of the Negro in the manner in which they could support somebody that's about to put you in concentration camps. Do you understand, Oshie, that this cat is talking about putting Baba Louie in concentration camp, but indirectly we could get swept? up in it. Imagine, and and I can say this because sometimes I walk out the house without my wallet. Imagine being picked up because some racist, sick, twisted bastard may think that I'm illegal and get me caught up in a situation Mm. like that. Right. All because you didn't have no identification on you. And now you find yourself in a damn concentration camp trying to figure out how you going to get your black ass out of this. Because mm. remember, the Latino, the Baba Louie, they got whole different shades of color, brother. Mm-hmm. And you know, they talking about sitting back Palestinians, sitting back Muslims, sitting back Africans. Hey, man, we, we, uh-uh. Yeah, Trump mentioned this that fact, fact that, that he was going to have the largest deportation in, oh, in, in the history of this country. Now, to <laughs> me, him running for president <laughs> and espousing these things off the jump, there is nothing that he's talking <laughs> about that sympathetic or people with that nature would gravitate to. This is some evil, hardcore, you know, mega and, stuff. And, 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 you and know. the thing that's so crazy is 
He's not talking about no policy. No. He's not talking about anything in the psychopaths. But, but revenge. The psychopaths are going along, going along with this. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, it, it's just madness, man. Yeah. It's, it's absolute, I mean, I, you know, they talk about today is the day that John F. Kennedy was murdered. Right. I don't understand That's 60 how years ago. walked around on the planet, bro. Yeah, 60. I don't understand how... You had someone like John F. Kennedy, he's a cracker, but mm-hmm. he was, uh, as they would call, as y'all Negroes love to call, he was a decent cracker. This cracker here mm-hmm. is antithetic to everything on the planet in regards to people of color. And he walks around as freely as a duck. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is crazy. I don't understand why this man is even allowed to walk on this planet as the threat. I mean, do you do you see the plays that he's making? And people are telling you these are some of the plays that Hitler made, and you allowing this shit to happen? Yeah, he hasn't yeah. been crushed. I mean, this is how sick this is how sick we are as a country and a nation that you allow somebody that's directly putting forward a Hitler play, and it's like it's all good. It's all good. I don't understand it, bro. I, I, I don't I understand you. it. I tell you, it's deep. Because them allowing, allowing this man to spew this rhetoric, this venom, yeah. this vitriol, and then saying that he's definitely going to do this, and you want it to happen. Those who are putting, I mean, for, how sick they want to. That? That's sad. It's sick as hell. You do, know. Do these white folks understand? Understand what's going to happen to him? What's going to happen to them if this cracker get back in office? Do they understand that he's not going to do anything beneficial, really, for their whiteness? How they're going to suffer more with that bastard being in the office than not? Oh man, this crazy. Yeah, that's it's, why it's to crazy. me, you know, I'm I'm not for I'm not for anybody, but I've shown the hell ain't for Donald Trump, but I ain't oh, for God. Joe Biden either, of course. But given the choice, the choice is clear. It's Biden over his ass. Uh, oh, you know? uh, oh, it's. I, I mean, you know, if that's if, that's, if those are two the only choice, but if Mickey America Biden, doesn't get it. Yeah, but if Mickey it's Mouse is in it, I choose Mickey and Mouse. And you know who I blame? I, don't, I blame the media for this. I blame the media for this because the media is really the ones who are allowing this bastard to get away with this. All yeah. because they want to make a dollar. That's all. Mm-hmm. You got a corporation, a couple of media corporations that want to make money that's allowing the destruction of a country and then they think that they're going to be in the same position that they in if he gets back in office. You don't think he's going to go after them? You don't think there's going to be a retribution against them? The man that already told you, I'm, I'm going right. to put forward retribution of those who I deem to be my enemy. Yeah. Why do you think this yeah, Univision is getting on his tick? 
Why do you think that? I mean, this is madness. Yeah, you I don't said understand it. it. I, I really don't. I'm, I'm at, I'm at a puzzlement yeah. with the bullshit that's going on that they're allowing to happen. Also, a couple of corporations could get a couple of dollars. And what's even more twisted is the Negro has no plan for itself. The Negro has no plan, has no plan for itself and its survival of this bastard get back in office. Only thing I'm waiting for is the day when somebody get picked up and placed in a concentration camp that's an American citizen and they put their black ass or the play and sit them somewhere, <laughs> and they can't get back in. That's the thing I'm waiting for. Now, mind you, think about this, oh, If you think it can happen, how many children have been reunited with their families when he put that immigration shit in 2017? You know what? Speak I have no idea. I have okay. no idea. Okay. They've never right. said that this, <laughs> what a percentage of children very have few, been, oh. you know, have been met very with their few, family. Oh. That's what I'm thinking. Very few. Yeah. They took these babies from what, yeah. I, from what I understand. They took these babies and gave them the Yorukos. Yeah. Gave them the Yorukos. Now, why would the hell, why would the hell a Yoruba want to raise a Baba Louie? Unless that Baba Louie is so light. Right. He could maybe one day pass for a cracker. Right. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm quite you know how many Puerto Ricans from Puerto Rico try to pass for for, for Yorubas. Yeah. I had one the other day in the supermarket say something slick to me, and I had to rip that ass. I had to light up. I had to light him up. And I said at the end of it, now what I would like for you to do is speak that media media shit. So... Everybody in here would know you ain't no goddamn white man. You are Baba Louie. What do you mean, Baba Louie? What are you talking about, Baba Louie? What is that, Baba Louie? You're Puerto Rican, punk. Oh, yeah, man. He got that smoke. That's why, you know, I'm pissed off with your boy from the uh, over, overseas with that Uncle Ruckus. Now he done got me hot about it. Man, so Jay, the next time he say drop it, that he gonna get shit. Bored. Jay. Drop yeah. that, man. Drop nah, it. man, because he because he, he went from Uncle Ruckus. He went from Uncle Ruckus to Uncle, and I was chill about it. But then I started thinking about it, and I'm like, "What well, give him the right to disrespect me like that? Who the f is he? Call me by my name, Jay. If you want to call me by my African name, call me Baye. All right, Baye. Okay, Baye. Okay, let it go, please. Okay, let well, it go. If he opens up his mouth and he say something, I'm letting him know now. Because see, going. both y'all heart strung, and so I don't want you cats and I ain't going to have it. It ain't both It's no. about being disrespectful. No. Let me say no this. Reason. Let me say this. You're not going to air it out on this program. Y'all can air it All out right, however well, how y'all want to do it. But on this program, you're not going to do it. I'm not going to allow well, it to oh, happen. Okay? I understand. Oh, I got you. Oh, Thank you. You my man. You, my man, Thank I got you. you. You know, I got nothing but, I got nothing but love for you. Appreciate but it, Jay. You Same know here, what brother. I mean. Let that no, I understand too. I understand All right, too. You understand I, 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 where I'm coming from? Yeah, I do. I, I, you, you know, know I knew I you mean? were offended. I ain't called about his name. Yeah, I, I ain't never called about his name. Yeah, I knew you were offended, and 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 he tried to ease it up with an apology and so forth. And 
No, that wasn't it. no apology because no, you don't did. apologize then using uncle and dropping the ruckus. I and you know, come on, B. You know what I mean? I'm being cool about it, but the point is, you know, the second time was the real disrespect and he think I'm stupid. I ain't stupid at all, dude. I done been in this. I know this. Okay, well, and everybody else knows it. Okay, well, let me say this. It's well, over as far as I'm concerned. I'm right. I, I'm finished with it. Okay, then I'm good. I'm finished with it. Good. Then let that, then, then, Jay, I appreciate that. But let last that be thing, it. Oh, last thing on this. Okay. Did you see, did you see where now that this whole ceasefire is being done? that South Africa, check this out. Did you see where South Africa that kicked Israel out of South Africa? Yeah. yeah. Now, what did that say to you? Think yeah. about that. Here it is, one of the architects of yeah. apartheid, one of right. the most brutal regimes in the world that over the last 50 years, 50 years, decide that they... Now, mind you, think about this. They say we don't want nothing to do with Israel. Well, what did that me, tell you? Think I, about I, that. I think that's some symbolism without substance because uh, they still are going to deal with Israel, the Caucasian South Africans, the Afrikaners. It is the majority of the government of brothers and sisters who put forth that in South Africa, who in essence really don't run it, as you and I both know. We right. know who really runs it. So, you know... They can do that, but in reality, South that's how South Africa got the bomb. That's how Israel, excuse me, South Africa got the the, the, the nuclear capability was through Israel. And right, that's right. And, and, yeah. You know, so yeah. I mean that relationship is gonna be maintained. There's no doubt about that. That's that's yeah. how Israel gets the diamonds. Yeah. That's why Israel's the, one of the biggest diamond the exporter in the world. They but know see, it's the mines propaganda, and, oh. Huh? It's the propaganda making right. black folks say like that's such a big thing when it's just another puppet master move. Because you and I both know, like you said, yeah. the white South Africans ain't mm. going to stop doing business no. with Israel. No. They're going to keep going back and forwards to Israel, mm -hmm. handling their business. But then again, one wants to say, well, we're going to give that South African majority the africans credit for cutting cutting them off but mm -hmm. the question becomes really are you really cutting them off mm -hmm. are you really cutting them off so i mean it just goes to show the geopolitics of corruption in the world but mm -hmm. hey man i take i give them their props i'll give them I'll give them that re that respect, you know. So let's let's see how it plays out. But it's real interesting that South Africa comes out and makes that type of move and that type of yeah. statement. Okay, so what about France? What about so, all of these other places that have a pigeonhole on the continent? What do they What do they say? It. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's it. But go ahead and tell right, else. Bro. Hey, if right. Irv is, is out there, what's happening, Irv? And I, hey, hey, I just want to say this right quick. Hey, Marcus, man, I hope all is good, man. I was over there near um, Harriet Tubman the day before yesterday where I'm walking by, and I thought about you, Marcus. Right on. Be good. 
All right. My brother. boss, put me on hold. Okay, Jay. Appreciate you, brother. Yes. Sister Habia, good afternoon. Hello? How you doing, dear? Oh, Abisa Hodier, doing great. Abisa Hodier, Yeah, it's a joy of your program. I, I really, um, you know, with Mama Marimba uh, preaches about uh, this Thanksgiving misgiving. It's, it's a very powerful, iconic, um, powerful work. You know, she's pretty yeah. too. Yeah, I agree. I, I, that's awesome. I agree. I acknowledge that. She's such a profound freedom fighter. And... Um, you know, so far as what we just saying about South Africa, I, I'm glad yeah, we, we should just give um, some support to what they're saying, to what the people kicking those racist Zionists out of um, South Africa. I think that's powerful and profound. And, you know, I believe, you know, we got to believe in our people's struggle and support them. Right. You know, and so uh, that's something that I really like about Brother Paul. He, you know, he, 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 he um, promotes us working together and, uh, you know, believing in ourselves and what we can what we can accomplish. Right on. Well, you know? what we can do together, and that's what that's what needs to happen there. I mean, the real salvation for African people is unity. That's why during unity, the Kwanzaa yeah. during the Kwanzaa season, what is the first principle? Unity. Emoja. Emoja. Unity is the first principle, and because you're unified, now you're self determining as a people. Because you have self determination, you. You deal with collective work and responsibility because we're unified. We divvy out assignments to one another and things you say that you are you're capable of and that you wanted to work with, and you and we hold you accountable to do that. And because now that we're working in that way, we can begin to build businesses that we support, collective work. Excuse me, cooperative economics. You know that we find ways to spend money with each other. You know, right, here, in the, right. here in the city of Atlanta, which we live, the only businesses that we bus- basically have barbershops, beauty shops, and, and restaurants. You know, we got more than that. Brother. I know we do. We that. No, no. Let me say no, no. Let me say it this way. Let me say it this way. We we do, but not on the scale right, that we should. <laughs> not on the scale that we should. Yeah. We should have furniture stores. You know, and there are some, and let's just let's support the ones they have and build them. They, you know, they have brothers that you know on Lee Street. They have. Um, there's one brother, Ayatora. He has a, a a beautiful like furniture shop. It's African. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're they're there. Yes. We need to continue supporting them, just yes. like just like Afrocentric. So yes, I love so Afrocentric. I, I was in there know, the other day. Now it's what we have, and not say we don't have nothing. Yeah. We have a lot, and we got to just keep building and promoting. Yeah, I agree with you, you and, and that's that's the thing about you, Sister Bia, which I love. You always trying your best to accentuate the positive, but there's well, so much. I mean, <laughs> you know, but yeah. but in reality, you know, the positive is good, but it's it is it is, and and and, and, it, and it could be so much more, and that's the thing where I'm yeah, coming so from. It could be so much more. more. We got warriors like you and Baba. Uh, Baruti and Mama Marimba and Mama Nava, all these powerful freedom fighters. And, you know, and, and there's a lot of us, you know, a, a lot of us that, you know, are, are just working for our, you know, liberation and sovereignty. I mean, we got different, people have different, um, you know, different roles, different ways that mm-hmm. we do it and we come together. I hear you. Okay, my sister. But, um, you know, that, that thing about, um, you know, it was just some interesting conversations. 
uh, and I was agreeing with a lot of what Jay was saying so far as, uh, you know, the travesty, United States. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it just seems so insane that you say you're going to, you're bombing the people, right? You're going you're gonna, to uh, stop bombing for five days and then get right back to bombing and killing. No doubt, no doubt. And, and that's turned out people. Yeah. I mean, that's just so, yeah. and I, and you all were saying we don't understand it. It's just the corruption and the racism and the terrorism of them. Just like that's what the United States perpetrates. Right. And, and, and the bombing will be to such extent that it is unlivable, it's unhabitable. Right, and right. so And so therefore, so therefore nobody will be there and Israel will claim it, raise all the stuff, and then build new settlements. You know, basically, invasion. Whole, and basically no they've taken over, right, they've taken over the, the, the land of Palestine and now it is the land of Israel. And now, and of course, Palestinians will not be welcome to come back. They never said anything about uh, uh, land for the Palestinians and how that will look and how they can make sure that happens. So, because they've been already reduced to the Gaza Strip and and the West Bank. All the other land now is occupied by Israel. And so the West Bank and Gaza like Strip will not be occupied. Yes. We'll they just like him, you know, just like yeah. you had said before, they, they're doing the exact same thing. But I, I think that it's good that the whole the whole world, different parts, they uprising and protesting against all, all this. Yeah, and so, as well as, uh, really, as they should be, because it's a <laughs> it's opening in your face act of genocide. I mean, it's so blatant. It's, it's so blatant, exactly. Yes. Yeah, and so... You know, and I agree about with Trump because I, I, I'm not, I mean, uh, with Biden, I mean, mm-hmm. because he's such a warmonger. And the reason we, you know, you know, people ask the question, how could Biden do this? How could all these people, do they understand? I say, hell yeah, they understand. And they just as corrupt as the perpetrator. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> all these going along with, uh, with Trump and all the Zionists, they, they're just as corrupt. So, you know, this is, this is what they're doing because they care. That's and right. they're condoning it. I hear you, my sister. All right. So, yeah. be here. so you have a blessed day. Hope to talk to you soon. Okay. Yeah. Have a blessed day. I had, right. I, I wanted to talk to you because it was some, some speakers that I wanted to talk to you about of us getting on the show. Okay. I hope to talk to one of them. Yes, and, please. Uh, and we, but we, yeah, we've been and, talking about and, that. Let's make Bible that happen. Kessler, who's doing a lot of pan-African things. He's doing, oh, uh, yeah. he's doing a lot of work. Yeah, and with so the school. Yes. About, let's coordinate them too. Okay. Most, most definitely. I'm right there. All right. Peace. Peace. Brother Paul, Brother Paul, how you doing, my brother? How are you today, man? Good afternoon, Baba Ochi, and how are you today? I'm doing well, man. Do y'all, y'all don't, do you have something like Thanksgiving in, in the UK? No, no, we don't, we don't, we don't have nothing like that. Um, No, we don't. Absolutely not. Okay. Um, But, yeah, uh, but no, in actual fact, we don't really hear much about it on this side of the pond, you know. Yeah. Um, it's not it's not one of those holidays which which we, you know, I mean, have much connection to. You know, the as you mentioned it, the funny thing is, right? Um, you know what's quite as you say that what's, you know, the first time when I was in Canada, I actually saw on the on the tele, te- television. Um, what you describe as a, 
the indigenous people, what they call the Red Indians. Okay. Yeah. Um, that was the first time when I was in Canada because they were protesting about uh, some land rights and stuff. But uh, other than the Hollywood, uh, the, those those Hollywood films, you know, those those kind of make believe kind of scenarios, you never actually even hear about these those people in over over this side of the pond. It's almost as if they don't exist in right. any form, any form. Right. They don't mention them. They don't, it's, it's almost as if they don't exist. You just don't hear nothing about them. You know what I mean? And I right. think that's, uh, that, that's, that's deliberate. You know, that, that's, uh, that's a purpose. Mm-hmm. You're right. But, you know, Baba Ochi, you know what? Let me just say this here. If, if, I'm a, if I've offended anybody, let me just say this, and I want to make it clear. Okay. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to apologize because I didn't, I didn't think I did anything wrong. So let me make that clear. Okay. But the, what I'm going to say is this here. I didn't realize my brother was so touchy, yeah? I didn't realize, and if I knew he was so touchy, I wouldn't have said what I said here. Yeah? But I just want him—I want him to hear this. You can give him my phone number because I'm not that type of person, brother. Okay. I want him to make that clear. I'm not that one for that—that that kind of talk, right? Okay. I, I didn't realize he was that type of person. If I'd have known he was so damn touchy, I would have said anything to him. Natural fact, I won't call his name again. He don't exist to me. So that's how I feel about it. Don't ever threaten me, bro. Ever. But here, what now? I'm gonna put it on. I'm gonna get back to because. You know, to be honest, that kind of upset me. It kind of tripped me. I'm not gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, because I'm not that kind of person to hide anything. But anyway, I'm gonna let that go. Okay, good. But Thank you. Don't, don't, don't talk to okay. me in that tone. You can take my phone number if you want to ring me anytime. Okay. But, but, but I want to come off that tip. Yeah, I just want to make that clear. I ain't that one. Okay. But the truth of the matter is, yeah. Look. All of us are battle scarred in one way or the other, and sometimes you can say the slightest thing to upset them scars. But I'm, I'm a woman, and I'm ready for the war anytime it calls, any damn time. Yeah. So the bottom line is, you know, we try not to bring that animosity with each other, but it don't mean that you're going to make me feel small or I'm going to make you feel small. It's just not going to happen. It's, we're just going to have to go to war, and that's it. That's where I come from. But the book, look. Baba Ochi, we're trying to rise to the higher lights. I've always come up, try to explain. Yeah, I come from the lifestyle where people just go to war. Yeah. But you try and get out of that. You try and elevate yourself out of that. That's why I do what I do. But I don't want to get it twisted that people think they can just call. <laughs> you know, it was a joke. And if it's if it's not a joke, well, you know, I'm I. What I can say is that's not how it was meant. It was just meant as a joke. It wasn't right. meant to intimidate anybody. Well, you that's know what what, I mean. I I think many people took that, and I I don't know, uh, you know, but that's that that's how Jay felt, and that's what it is. Yeah, and no, so to me, it's, it's, it's over. Not, it's, not, it's not it's not just Jay. Yeah, look look this this is a bigger issue. This is a bigger issue, right, among us, right? Because mm-hmm. it reminds me of something, and it's this. There's a brother who came on the Carl Nelson show, and I want to explain this, yeah? He came on the Carl Nelson show, and one time he talked about how he's he, he was helping the young guys in New York, yeah? He's a, he was a youth leader, and one of, the, one of the brothers he was helping shot his brother dead, right? And I remember, I remember hearing that, and it hurt my heart because... Uh, it, my oldest daughter, her partner was murdered by a guy, yeah, her partner, and it's, a, it's someone I knew, and the person who murdered him was someone I knew. So when I when he told that story, it it, it just took me back to that period of time, mm-hmm. yeah. 
And the thing was, right, the, the brother who used to come on that on the Carl Nelson show, um, I really enjoyed his commentary because he 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 seemed to know. Like for instance, one time he came on and he was telling what goes on in London. He's never been to London, but he says that what happened. He he kind of tunes in with people and he speaks to people and he he knew he knew what he was talking about. Yeah. Okay. And every time he came on, he always give good information. He he seemed to be thorough, right? And um, what he was talking about, he was talking about Tupac. A conversation come up about Tupac, yeah? Okay. Now, I've been in hip-hop. I, I, when, I, when I was in New York, I used to bring breakbeats back. Um, we invited artists here. I've been involved in it for a long time, yeah? You, you know, from the 70s, my dad, the first album my dad bought me was... Um, uh, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, and then um, yes, that's the that's the, the message is the is, is the stuff, brother. It is to yeah, me. And the, I've, yeah, I've got that album to this day. Yeah, yeah, and I've got I've got a signed. I know African Bambata's gone off key, but I got a signed album by him as well. We brought him here, mm-hmm. so I was really involved in it, and I used to sell music as well. Okay. Uh, you know, a lot of music, hip hop, mainly hip hop. I was big time involved in it. My, my son's a rapper. He goes to New York all the time. I'm not gonna mention his name, but he goes to New York all the time. My brother is his manager. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, um, what I'm saying is, so we're talking about Tupac, yeah, on mm-hmm. on, Car- on the Carl Nelson show. And the brother, because he's given his point of view from his experience in New York. So he's saying, um, you know, like kind of disrespecting Tupac. To- Tupac gave the wrong image and all the rest of it, yeah? Mm-hmm. Now, what I'm saying is, from our point of view, we didn't see it like that. Like, for instance, I grew up in hip-hop, right? But I didn't go out and start robbing people and shooting people and jacking people and all that sort of nonsense. And a lot of us, all my friends who also grew up in hip-hop, they didn't do them things. So you make choices. The guys, the brothers who we grew up with who chose that lifestyle, they made that choice. You understand? Right. And sometimes, let me tell you how deep this thing is. Sometimes even you be growing up with it and then ask you to do things. And I wouldn't, that's not my life. You understand? So I ain't doing that. You understand? You can't make me do that. I'm not that character. You can make me do anything I don't want to do. So what I'm saying is, for me personally, those brothers who chose that, like they made that choice. Right. You know, if you you well, chose to sell drugs, you chose to go and shoot people. Let me you say this. Let me say yes. this. Because of the inference and the constant pushing of an image of hip hop gangsterism and so forth. Some of the choices were made for them, and they just followed suit. They just fell into it. Their whole mindset as, as, as hip-hop is gangsterism, is thugism, is kick that ass, smoke weed, do drugs, get money, you know, flash, and so forth. When I saw, um, I think it's, oh, yeah, it's um, Rihanna's husband, ASAP Rocky, I think it is. They say that he's more than likely going to go to prison. Because they got him on video flashing guns. Now, his attorney said that's not him, you know. But they show him, and then they show him, you know, and they spot the gun, they circle it, and so forth, you know. And because why? Rap has got this image of gangsterism, you know. They don't have an image of of brothers uh, uh, working with other young men. They don't have an image of, of guys coming together doing what, um, not Swiss Beats, uh, uh, the brother that got killed a few years ago in L.A. Uh, uh, it'll come to me, man. It's, you know, oh, yeah, uh, 
Oh, man. But anyway, he, he was doing something for the community. He was constantly promoting and doing and, and having business and so forth, you know. Uh, you know, and, and Nipsey Hussle, Nipsey Hussle. You know, when, yeah, when Nipsey Hussle, when he got killed. So to some degree, there's an inference of gangsterism in the movie. And that, and when you chose to be a part of hip-hop, you chose that, unfortunately. But there's also the other part of hip-hop that is not that. You know, mm-hmm. but the part that is glorified, the part that is in the in the videos, the part that is somehow known to many people is that image of thugism, is that image of gangsterism, you know, is, is that image of, you know, uh, a disrespecting of women and disrespecting of com- to, to, to community life. So it's it's there, unfortunately. Yeah, but you see, you see, the thing is, you know, um, on that point, um, like, for instance, like, if you talk about, um, you look at comedy, even before hip hop that got that grip and that so-called negative connotation, you, you can look at even Eddie Murphy. There, The first, you know, on, on, like, say, UK TV, it was, we, up until I saw Eddie Murphy or even Richard Pryor, we never heard swearing. Right on the, on the, on the or, or MMF words like right. that, or, or these sort of things. So when I hear people say it's hip hop, they don't. They seem to forget these people. I never heard that kind of profanity until I heard those characters on exactly. the TV, and That's people true. love them. People love them, but they seem to override these these images. Yeah. Now you can talk about other artists, even female and male artists, even long before hip hop got the notor- notoriety. Um, how the performances some of some of them were were very seditious in nature uh, mm-hmm. uh, over the top, but people seem to ignore that Hollywood. When we when we when we want to know the truth about uh, this 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 derogatory and this derogation of of people's morals, for me it's not hip hop music or gangster rap what did it. It's he Hollywood that did it. Hollywood, because these images, these characters, but no one talks about that. No one mentions that, mm-hmm. right? But the bottom line is, what I'm saying to you is that the brother um, gave a similar um, um, argument to what you just gave uh, on Tupac, right? Okay. Now, for me, for me personally, for how I saw Tupac was a very interesting character in that his mom was a, uh, involved in, in in the struggle in the Black yeah. Panther movement, mm-hmm. and his father also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, he's other relatives which were, you know, yeah, um, Shakur. So yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 you know, we we looked looked at his lifestyle and we understood that he he could have been an actor. Well, he was an actor, right. right? And he could have gone down that road, but he had he had a lot of expression. He wanted to express himself more. He wanted to be more real, right? My my my, you know. So hip hop was his vehicle. He, he didn't find that he suited that. Uh, to be, you know, that Hollywood pretending and acting, just taking the money. He wanted to, so he come up with this idea of fog life. Now, I ain't agreeing with that, but we understood it. Because we used to listen to the music, it didn't mean that we we're going to take on that characters. We had people who behaved like that. And we knew, we, 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 th- there's a place for them. And it was a prison. And that's where they live. We got, I got, I, you know, I have to be honest, I've got no people who spend most of their life in prison, in and out, in and out of prison. Mm-hmm. Gun carrying, shooting people and all the rest of it. You understand, but some of us we didn't take that. We we made we didn't want that life. 
you know, we didn't want to spend that time in prison. We made that choice, so we didn't do those things because the white man, I always say this, the white man has built a house for you. He's built a prison for you, and I don't want to be in his house, so why am right. I going to go down that road? That was my choice. Right. And I always I always said, how many prisons have we built for them? And people never seem to ask you that. We haven't built none for them because we haven't got the mentality to do that. We're, we're always under this kind of thing and thinking that they're God and only they can do it. So I didn't think like that. And I didn't want to be in their homes. And many of us didn't want to be in their houses what they built for us. You understand? So what, I'm, what I was saying to the brother, the brother, was, he get, gave the similar argument to you, and he was saying two packs no good and all the rest of it. But what I was saying is that if you see past some of the things he was portraying, this brother was very deep. And not only was yeah. he very deep. Yeah. When I, used to, when I used to sell the music, let me tell you this here. When I used to sell his music, every race, it was the most, it was a phenomenon, used to buy it. And I used to say to them sometimes, why are you buying this? Because they, they never looked like, some, some, some of these people never looked like they were into hip-hop, Right. And they would they 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 said they would say I saw my son or I saw my nephew, so many different people, every race, even if they didn't know him. So it made me realize that his 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 power was even bigger than him. Meaning that some of us we 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 have this, you know, you could you, you could ask anybody Tupac or you could ask an American president, they wouldn't know who that was, but they would know who Tupac was. Right, Everyone they definitely would know who Tupac was. No doubt. Who he was. So that told me he was special. Yeah. But what the brother was concentrating on is um, the propaganda, which is portrayed mainly by the media, the non-progressive side of him, right? Mm -hmm. And so he got the brother got upset. And after I spoke, after I said what I said, a woman rang up because he he said what you said. He said, um, "Oh, about him portraying women negative and using all this language." Yeah? Right. A woman phoned up. Right. Funny enough, now I actually speak to that woman through Carl Nelson because I, you know, what I mean. But the bottom line is, she rang up. Now she's a, she's a, she's a, she's 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 a professor, okay. And she she rang up and she she said that do you know that there's a, um, which I didn't know there's a university course, a degree course on Tupac. I didn't know that. She said that, right. So what she was saying to him, she was following my argument that. He's bigger than what you 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 fully understand. You're just looking at what the white man is showing you about the non-progressive and all the rest of it, not realizing where this brother was really coming from. And that's how a lot of us felt. We saw past the the fact that he's portrayed this this idea. We understood where, what what that was in the street, but he's portraying a bigger message. You yeah. understand? And yeah, he done that as far as I'm concerned, successfully, although people want to put him down. So the brother was very upset. And then another woman rang up and defended the same argument, right? And these were not these were very intelligent women. So it kind of nullified his argument about he's damning women. You got two women, one who's a professor saying, mm -hmm. look, this brother is he is very deep and people should learn more about his background and where he came from. Mm -hmm. Right. So anyway, the point I'm trying to make is this. Since that time, that brother hasn't been back on the radio station. He hasn't been back. He was a regular guest. I contacted Carl many times, and I said, you know, can you get in contact with him and tell him to come back on because I really enjoyed his thing, and, you know what I mean? Okay. But something something come out of that for me, right? Something come out of that for me. And what, when I thought about it, because I, I thought, well, look at the brother. The brother is so upset about it, he's not even coming back on the radio station, right? Now, I, I, I realized something at that point. A lot of us are battle scarred. This is this is the conclusion I came to. We are battle scarred, mm -hmm. right? And just like this brother, our brother on this radio station, yeah, 
you, you can say you can make a little joke or say the slightest thing, and then they're off. But I'm I'm yeah. the same kind. I'll be off as well. We go to war. Simple as that. But I because I've grown up. The way I look at it now, the way I grow up, I have to control myself because For you sure. pipe up, I'm gonna pipe up. I ain't gonna back sure. down. I'm gonna pipe up. But we're grown people, so the bottom line is, it comes to a point where you realize, look, we can't be just taking out each other. You understand? That's right. <laughs> you know, but that's the background I come from. But we can't be doing that because there's gonna be none of us left. So now I have to, I have to look at it different. Mm-hmm. I have to get up every morning and give thanks for life. I have to get up every morning and try and, you know, try and culture some of these people who I was just like. You understand? Because right. we cannot just taking at each other. And it, and I understand, understand it because it's the scars. It's the scars we carry. So you you can say a thing in jest or you can say a thing with has no meaning behind it. And someone all of a sudden wants to kill you for it. You understand? Yeah. And that and and, and that's what we're carrying. Despite our quick talk and our our bravery on the on, on the radio and our right. piping up like we're something tough. You understand? The reality of it is is the battle scars and we're all carrying them. We're all carrying Good them. Good point, Paul. And I think overstanding that, Baba Ochi, yeah. overstanding that has maybe even saved my life because the truth of the matter is I was a knucklehead. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I have to be honest. I was the living. Everybody will tell you that. I ain't no joke. Yeah. Man, pipe up. We go for it. We just do it. I don't want to hear no old talk. Do it. Do whatever that's going to come. Let it come. Mm-hmm. You understand? And yeah. in my heart, that's how I feel. Yeah. Because the truth of the matter is, I look around at us here. Yeah? I look around at us and the people. And look at us, man. Where we at? Where are we at? And it pains me. Because truth of the matter, I know we're going on in Palestine, we're talking about them, but that's what they're doing to us. And they're annihilating us. Right. And we got slick talkers talking crap on the radio, yeah? Like, is this going to make a difference? They are annihilating us. Right. So I don't really care what he has to say about his nonsense. Give him my phone number if you want to speak to me. Give him it. Because trust me, I'll give him such a mouthful you want to join the church tomorrow. But anyway... <laughs> I swear, you give me my number, you see, you see, if you well, keep going But Paul, we feel your passion, but we squashing this whole thing yeah. here. Yeah, better know that. But just, hey, just it's as not I, worth, just, it's not worth, it's not worth dialing the call, all right? It ain't even worth it. Keep my name out your mouth. We won't have that, no issue or no Okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna squash this here right now. Hope you're listening to me, brothers. Okay, we're gonna end it. Not on this program. This program, brothers and sisters, try their utmost to try to get along, to try to understand, to try to respect one another's opinion, even though I may not agree with it. But I I I I give you your right to express it, you know. And I may have a retort, maybe not. We just move on. Because the bottom line for this program is that we talk about independence, self-determination, liberation, and sovereignty. We believe in, in, in African people, in our intelligence, in our right to speak our mind, but not to say things that because now that I'm, I feel emotional about them and I'm, I'm liable to say anything. In fact, I'm liable to do anything. No, no. On this program, if we can't 
say something. And, you know, I know this is what I used to teach my young kids. If you can't say nothing nice, don't say nothing at all. But damn that, the bottom line is we are in this together. We're in this together. And so even though there might be some misfeelings at this moment, we, we, we'll put those aside. In fact, we'll squash them and, and, and think about the commonalities. Think about the things that we can work together on and agree upon and support one another with. That's what this radio program is about. And I'm over the time limit, Brother Paul and Brother Jay, you know that. And all the other listeners, I appreciate y'all, appreciate y'all. I won't be back until next week, Wednesday, because I'm not going to be here this Friday nor coming back on, on, on Monday. So until then, you have a blessed and wonderful weekend. We end this program like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko, the most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the minds of the oppressed. This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind. But not just the M-I-N-D, but the M-I-N-E, because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources everybody wants, think they can't do without, and sure in the hell don't want to pay for. Brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful day. Shem Hotel means go in peace. Esante Sana means thank you. Bibi Fahadieh. Bibi Fahadieh means our victorious destiny. Brothers and sisters, we will be victorious. You have a great day, a blessed and wonderful day. Peace, family. Hey, oh, you going no. back to Milwaukee um, no. for, for Thanksgiving? No, no, I'm going to uh, 